You are listening to Ken Levicka live on ESPN 1063. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. It's tough to fill legendary shoes. So many have been in the position and so many have failed. And we are embarking on another one of those flops. I'll explain in a second. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Glad you're hanging with us on a Friday. Uh, Joe Rigotti, Captain Competence, running things. Coquel still in his COVID quarantine in his quarantine garage in Port St. Lucie. Don't forget about the Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel podcast. Keep subscribing to it. Tell your friends and make sure you get it right to your device. It is free and you can get it wherever you get your podcast every single day. Uh, it's the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. If you miss us, noon every day here on ESPN 106.3. I just want to uh, close the book here on some of the greatest career sports comebacks. And again, all of this coming off of CM Punk. We think, man, is it going to be a letdown if this was all just a work? But we think he's coming back tonight to wrestle for the first time in seven years. He's going to make an appearance in Chicago on AEW's Rampage show. Uh, but we've gotten George Foreman. We've talked MJ, his career sports comeback, of course. We've talked Tiger Woods, Mario Lemieux as well. Uh, looking at, at, at Insider.com, just kind of glancing through this, uh, I also like, they point out Roger Clemens' return. I feel like, yeah, I guess... Susan Waldman yelling that uh, he's in, uh, in, in George's box. Like, that was, I suppose, cool and funny at the time. But now, after all the steroid stuff with him, do we really think that was an all-time great sports comeback? I also just don't like Clemens, and I'm one of those sports people, if I don't like you, I don't like the comeback. You know what I mean? I, if I don't like the personality, okay. then I'm like, he stinks. Well, not, a very, not very good and efficient at our job. If Coquel says stinks. it's not a great sports comeback, then damn it, it's not a great sports comeback. What about comeback. Pele's comeback, Ken? Uh, coming to the United States to play? In 1966 when he came back after getting hurt. Mm. Well, he got hurt in 66. Came mm. back in 70 mm. for an unheard fourth trip to the World Cup. You just read that off at of Google. <clears throat> I just wanted to impress you. Yeah, thank just, you. I just want you to get goosebumps. But I can tell, I can tell when you're just reading something. Yeah, because I don't know what I'm talking about. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, this, this Insider.com has Brett Favre, who was retired for all of about five months. That's oh, pop, that popped into my head, too. Brett Favre, really? Well, he left the NFL and played for the Jets for a year, and then he went back to the NFL. <laughs> so, so, and, and succeeded. All right, fine. Yeah. I'll give you that. He went to the Jets, was hugely tainted, and then uh, was able oh, to come whoa, back whoa, and whoa, resume whoa, his career. Whoa, whoa, We're not going to talk about taint and far dangerous territory. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you so much. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Twitter is open uh, at... ESPN West Palm. Uh, so, again, uh, th- you, you can continue to weigh in on that. Speaking of Brett Favre, uh, my mother had texted me the other day during Wednesday's show, in fact, and I felt bad because I, ne- I never got to this text on the air. Uh, <laughs> but, but we were talking about players and teams that live rent-free in your head, and her, her response was Brett Favre and the Packers. So I didn't know this, but Joyce Levicka, my dear mother, is a football meatball. How immature does it make me that as soon as you said my mother texted me, it took everything in my power to not say me too? Like, that was the hardest part of that whole thing. Oh, you suck, dude. <laughs> what? You need to get I'm out of quarantine. Saying. You need I to do. get out of quarantine. You Speaking are... of Favre, what about Josh Hamilton? 
They're like yes, yes. That is (laughs) that that actually is a good one, which ended up having a tragic ending. Uh, It has not been a good ending because he has he's really sort of fallen back into bad habits and things have not worked out well for him. But yeah, the the throws of meth addiction into home run derby champion, into MVP, into nearly winning a World Series. Yeah, I think that counts. That's one of the all time great ones. But unfortunately, it's one of those that you don't necessarily make a movie about. Because the aftermath of it hasn't necessarily been sunshiny and rosy. Uh, Could be a good movie still, though. Not every movie has to have a Field of Dreams type ending, which I don't even remember how that movie ended, but well, or the natural but type ending. What I'm saying is that it would be Disney that would make a movie like that, except they would have to cut it off after he won the home run derby at Yankee Stadium. But think about how cool rated R version of Josh Hamilton's life probably is. Like if you make that movie. Yeah. Get into the drug addiction before, get into the baseball stuff, and then back into the hiding of the drug addiction. Like, that's a yeah. good movie. Tragedy, we should write a script. Tragedy doesn't sell. Who's going to fund that, Hocal? The, the listeners. Go fund me. We'll yeah. start one. Oh! I mean, I'll, probably, I'll siphon all the money to myself. That reminds me. Driving, driving here today to the office from, uh, from Broward, and I was behind a, a minivan that had painted on the back window, FSU-bound, uh, need money, and uh, the the girl who is going to college had her her PayPal and her Venmo username on the back of her her window. That's you're a gonna great see a, idea. You're going to see a lot more than that now that OnlyFans is shut down. <laughs> yeah, can we real quick before we get back to the phones? Get a lot of that. I so OnlyFans is no longer going to allow sexual content uh, on its sites. I got to get a second job now. Who in the hell was paying for anything other than sexual content on OnlyFans? I thought that was the point of OnlyFans so you could go and see naked people. I thought that was the whole point of it. OnlyFans started as like an artist site. Really? Yeah, to get your, your, you know, people to independently get their career started. But then the art just went oh. a different direction. I didn't know that that was uh, because and it went in, the, it, but it wasn't really famous until it went deep into the other direction. Yeah, and, and so like that's where it makes its money. I don't think that this is a good business move for OnlyFans because you don't want to know why OnlyFans was thriving and existing because of naked people. Why are they not allowing the naked people? any longer that's why i thought people paid money for that i'm not paying money for a musical artist on only fans i mean you pay money for naked people but it's the same thing as just starting a porn site. I don't know why it was any different of just doing it on only fans did it sound classier is that what no it was? because it's like more organic yeah but can't someone just have a more organic porn site sure just run it like an only fans absolutely but have you seen some of the acting in porn like it's hard to be organic. I'm not saying- it's hard to be organic when you're acting like coquel you are talking about pele and his comeback when you're clearly just reading something listen rocco's a very good actor i'm just assuming every porn guy is named rocco <laughs> by the way yeah only fans i don't here i have some advice for you you're gonna fans, save listen a, you're gonna save a lot of money for college for your daughters now though yeah yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> only fans listen up okay here's some free advice Put the boobs back on, okay? That's what's Uh. going to make you money, all right? I'm just saying, that is capitalism. All right, let's get back to the greatest career comebacks in sports history. Only fans bringing boobs back would be number one. (laughs) Oh, man, hashtag National Radio Day. Pete's in the Lake Worth. Pete, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Pete? How are we doing today, guys? Good, man. Hey, I want to throw Ted Williams on that list. Oh, going to war and coming back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's perfect. 
Thank you very much, guys. Yep. All right. I, I don't I know about that, though. There was a whole generation of guys who did that, though. Yeah, but it's, wa- they, it's watered down. Did they? Oh, would you stop? Would they, did they come back and hit 400? Come on, dude. Coquel. I mean, a lot of guys came back. A lot of guys went to war. All right. Ted. I can't. This is, like, of all the things you're going to poke at, that is what you're going to poke at. I mean, it's overrated. Everybody right. went to war all in those right, days. All right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you out of trouble here. Okay, we're gonna switch gears. Like not our current soldiers. Obviously, I respect them, but just Ted Williams, get out of here. Okay, Ta- all right. I, I, I do not associate myself with Coquel's thoughts on Ted Williams. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Um, speaking of not associating yourself with someone, I think it's time for Mike Richards, who spent about three days as the new host of Jeopardy, didn't even host a single episode of Jeopardy uh, because, of course, when it comes to following a legend like Alex Trebek, people are really going to focus on you and they really want the person that the majority want. And it seems like the majority wanted LeVar Burton to take over as the Jeopardy host and not Mike Richards, who has spent years and decades as the executive producer of Jeopardy and The Price is Ride and Wheel of Fortune, and he's just really sort of a bland, vanilla white guy. So then they did some digging. The Ringer did some digging, and The Ringer found a podcast that Mike Richards used to host, and boy, oh boy, was it filled with the following things. First came sexism. Then came misogyny. And ah, yes, don't forget the anti-Semitism. Oh. Mike Richards with the Holy Trinity. And for that, he is not going to be the host of Jeopardy announcing this morning that if he did take over, he would just be a distraction. And so Mike Richards qualifies for being one of the biggest legend-replacing flops of all time. So me, in my brain, hashtag National Radio Day, I thought, hey, in sports, how can we apply Mike Richards, maybe minus the sexism, misogyny, and anti-Semitism talk, how can we apply him following up Alex Trebek and failing to sports? And boy, oh boy, are there a lot of these options. Who are the biggest legend-replacing flops in sports? And let's just go with it right down here in South Florida. Jay Fiedler replacing Dan Marino. Not so much because Jay Fiedler was bad, but because Jay Fiedler was not even close to Dan Marino. Let's kick us off with that. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. That works, right, Coquel? Jay Fiedler, Dan Marino? Oh, Fiedler on the roof? How are you going to knock him? And I'm sorry, I was trying to look up who you replaced as the play-by-play guy for FAU, and I couldn't find it. Who did you replace? Uh, Dave Lamont, who actually tweeted into the show earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever replaced Dave Lamont, that's yeah. the biggest flop. Now, now granted, Dave Lamont went on to uh, bigger and better things. He went to ESPN and ABC, and so it's not like uh, he retired and then I slid in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think that down here, Jay Fiedler replacing Dan Marino, that probably is in that realm. How are you going to rip on Fiedler on the roof? How? Uh, did people call him that? Yeah, Chris oh. Berman did. Once Chris Berman calls someone something, it's a, it's a lock. <laughs> that it's, it's a lock for you? Yeah, um, it's in. My Chicago sensibilities, Tim Floyd replacing Phil Jackson. That was an unmitigated disaster. Now, what didn't help is that they had no players. When your best player is Randy Brown... You're going to have issues. Tim Floyd never had any talent other than Randy Brown, so he had issues. That didn't go well. I forgot Tim Floyd even existed. (laughs) Uh, Tim Floyd, by the way, who uh, was at UTEP 
for a couple of seasons. And so I was able to catch up with him and ask him, because FAU would go out to UTEP and play. They're in the same conference. And so I, I caught up to him one time, and I'm like, uh, hey, Tim, uh, I, I appreciate your, your work with the Bulls. How terrible was that? And he goes, that was bad. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was bad. Uh, I just man. love that we've had wrestling, we've had golf, we've had hockey, and now UTEP basketball. Yep, yep. Uh, Robert Pintarek says, Trevor Simeon replacing Peyton Manning in Denver. That is one of the all-time biggest legend replacing fails. Yeah, that'll work. Tampa guy, Ray Perkins for Bear Bryant. Toby Srebnik says, Ray Hanley for Bill Parcells. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I totally forgot Ray Hanley replaced Bill Parcells. I didn't. New York didn't. <laughs> I think the Post still has headlines going on about uh, Ray Hanley. New York did not forget. Who are the biggest legend-replacing flops in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That is the number. Uh, let's head back. Back to Twitter, A. Katzman. Uh, he tweets, Michael Strahan trying to host the uh, $100,000 pyramid after Dick Clark hosted it brilliantly, albeit decades earlier, was beyond a fail. See, somehow we've brought it back to game shows. This started with Mike Richards and Alex Trebek, and it has come full circle back to and included sports with Strahan and Dick Clark. I just Perfect. love it that someone's holding on to that grudge. That's, that's a yeah, deep cut yeah. grudge. Of all the things, of all the things you could think about, the biggest legend replacing flops. I mean, you could say Dave Wanstead and Mike Ditka. You could say Hanley and Bill Parcells. You could say Jimmy Johnson replacing Don Shula. But no, it's Michael Strahan replacing Dick Clark on the pyramid. Ken Levicka replacing Coquella on High School Hysteria. Another flop. <laughs> well, that's still a work in progress. You lasted longer than Mike Richards, okay? No, I was saying you were replacing me, and now I replaced oh. you again. Oh, well, does Don't it be? I mean, you can't take it, my insult and spin it around. Yeah, but can you can you really be considered a flop if you just don't care? 888 <laughs> If you taped it a week earlier. 8-8-8-7-6-0-3-7-7-6. Oh, what interview did I do five weeks ago? I can repackage. Uh, PD Snacks tweets, Andrew Johnson for Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> that's one of the biggest legend-replacing flops. Yeah? Yeah, that, that applies as well. Well said. You weigh in, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We're the biggest legend replacing flops. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the the legends at Stormhouse Brewing. They've got the Palm Beach Post writing articles about them and how good the wings are, how good the pretzel is, how delicious the beer menu is. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the problem with Stormhouse, though. Everywhere I go to eat now that's not Stormhouse, it's a flop. It's right. ruined for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. They've set the bar, and nobody else can reach the bar. Stormhouse Brewing, it is the only craft brewery in the area that actually has a full food menu as well. You don't have to order out. You don't have to go pick something up. don't have to eat beforehand. What a novel concept. You can eat their food from the kitchen while you drink their craft beer. Shocking. How is this only happening now? But thank God it is, and it's because of the folks at Stormhouse Brewing. Check out their selection at stormhousebrewing.com. You can check out the beer menu, the craft beer menu. It's brewed there on site by their master brewer who happened to train in Germany. If I'm starting a craft brewery, Coquel, someone's going to brew that beer on site, that craft beer on site. Uh, I need them 
to have been trained in Germany. And that's, that's what right. Stormhouse Brewing has. So again, Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com. Check out information about their bus trip, their fan experience. It's the Dolphins and the Colts October 3rd. They got a bus going down for $125. You get an appetizer and drinks beforehand. You get the bus ride with drinks on the bus. You get the crowler. Uh, when you get to the tailgate and you come back, you get an appetizer and uh, you get uh, more craft beer at Stormhouse Brewing, all for just $125. You cannot beat that for the Dolphins and the Colts, the Jacoby Brissett revenge game. So check out Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com, Crystal Cove Commons, North Palm Beach, US 1, just a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Let's go to Boynton. Let's bring in Eddie. Eddie, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Eddie? Hey, hi, fellas. How you guys doing? Good, man. Hey, I got one. Uh, Howard Stern leaving for Sirius, and they replaced him with David Lee Roth. Oh, they gave man. him a three-year contract, and he was gone in three weeks. Eddie, I'm telling you, so you say that. I hope Josh is listening right now because because Josh Cohen, is that is one of his all-time great, like, just complete failures. Trying to, fill, yeah, trying to fill shoes. You're exactly right. Three-year contract, and David Lee, and, and, and he was out in, in three months. Three months. It's one of the all-time in any industry. One of the all-time worst moves, and it just shows you the power of Howard Stern. I mean, that is a defining failure. Well done, very well done. Absolutely. Think about that, Coquel. Like you come in to the most sought-after radio slot uh, in the country, maybe in the world. You jump in. And things go so poorly that you have to bail after three months. At least, like, we even made it past the three-month mark here. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I think it's just because they have no one else. <laughs> That's true. It's a much different situation. If Diamond Dave wanted the 12-to-1 slot, it's his. <laughs> hey, Dave, David, uh, you can have some redemption if you want to fill in these legendary shoes. Uh, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And real quick, Captain Murica tweets, Peyton Manning returning to win a Super Bowl in Denver is one of the all-time great career comebacks. Alex Smith returning to win Comeback Player of the Year after that gruesome leg injury. That also is a great career sports comeback. And now Alex Smith is embarking on an ESPN career uh, as well. Speaking of Alex Smith, but speaking of his former team, the Washington football team, we have a list of nicknames. We have finalists. And Coquel is going to pick the new name of the Washington football team. And they have to use it? Uh, yeah, uh, well, well, I have goosebumps. We'll let them know. We'll let them know what you say because uh, you do carry a lot of weight. Oh, fat jokes <laughs> on a Friday. <laughs> fat joke Friday. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.